here's another edition of the Sam Schultz Podcast. Welcome to the Sam Schultz Podcast. Today, I'll be talking about Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci is famous mostly for his art, but he's also made many inventions in his lifetime that are overlooked. His sketchbooks that were recovered showcased a lot of his creations. The sketchbook's contents contained but weren't limited to war weapons, flying machines, water systems, or construction tools. Today, we're going to dive into his inventions and the meanings behind them. First, we have the flying machine. Throughout da Vinci's studies, the concept of aerial travel was prominent. Da Vinci created what is known as the flying machine, also known as the ornithopter. The design for this invention is based off the structure of winged animals such as bats and birds. The design mostly mimicked the bat, as both had wings with pointed ends along with a broad frame. The machine had a silk membrane to keep it lightweight but pliable. It was operated by one person who laid face down in the center. The wings were powered by a pedal crank system and a headpiece for the steering. When the pilot used the pedals, it made the wings flat. The invention could fly once it was in the air, but no person could create enough energy to get it to lift up off the ground. Another invention that consisted of aerial travel was the parachute. The first parachute was actually invented by Sebastian Lenormand in 1783, but da Vinci actually had sketches of his version hundreds of years prior. The parachute started out as a drawing in his notebook, but was never built and tested. In the year 2000, a stunt performer known as Adrian Nichols built a version close to the original sketch. To his surprise, it worked as intended and even was said to have a smoother ride than some modern parachutes. Please stand by while we have a short interlude. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back memories, bring back you. There's a time that I remember when I did not know no pain. When I believed in forever And everything would stay the same Now my heart feels like December When somebody says your name Cause I can't reach out to call you But I know I will one day Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday But everything gonna be alright Go and raise a glass and say Here's to the ones that we got Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not Cause the drinks bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories bring back you da 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 da
Memories bring back, memories bring back you. There's a time that I remember when I never felt so lost. When I felt all of the hatred was too powerful to stop. Now my heart feels like an ember and it's lighting up the dark. I'll carry these torches for you that you know I'll never drop. Yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes, everybody hurts someday, hey, hey. But everything gonna be alright, go and raise a glass and say, Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back, memories bring back you And now, we're back to the podcast Descending from his aerial inventions Come some of his war machines One of his most notable war machines The giant crossbow could do a large amount of damage very easily the giant crossbow was what it sounded like, an enlarged crossbow. The crossbow was actually designed for more for intimidation than damage, and it was measured to be about 27 yards wide. As an alternate to giant arrows, it would have shot flaming bombs or large stones. It could easily be operated by one man, only needing one to wind back a crank to pull the bow and load the artillery and then to knock out a pin holding the bow with a mallet of some sort. His overall idea behind this weapon was to instill fear in his enemies rather than fighting them directly. Next in the war weapons is the triple barrel cannon. The triple barrel cannon was based around mobility. During da Vinci's time period, typical cannons were set in stationary positions and took a long time to clean and reload. Its design featured three cannons that were adjustable in height. All three cannons could shoot at once, allowing them to fire more frequently. Its lighter weight and larger wheels also allowed it to be moved across different areas during battle, keeping the enemy on their toes. Ahead of his time, da Vinci also included gunpowder in his sketches. In that time, gunpowder was still in its early stages, centuries before its And now, here's a short message from our sponsor, Chuck Dunn, attorney at law. I had a good grade until my teacher accused me of cheating. I'd better clock Chuck. I was eating my lunch, minding my own business. You are getting lunch detention! I'd better clock Chuck. Hi, I'm Chuck Dunn, spelt with two wins. Did you know that you have rights? The school policy says you do, and so do I. I believe that until proven guilty, every teacher, student, and visitor in the school is innocent. That's why I fight for you, Morgantown. Better collect Chuck. Thank you, Chuck Dunn, for that wonderful ad. And now, we're back in the podcast. Going into Da Vinci's innovative inventions, we have the clock. And no, he did not invent the clock itself, he just made it more accurate. His clock had two separate components, one of them being for minutes and another for hours. Both were made up of elaborately connected weights 
gears and harnesses, along with a dial for keeping track of moon phases. The biggest change was to have springs, instead of weights being the main operating piece of the clock. Some of the minerals used in the clock included diamonds and rocks. This new clock feature helped create time, not create time, but helped keep track of time more easily than the time period. Another invention of Da Vinci's was the Colossus, a giant bronze horse statue. Unfortunately, it was never finished. In 1482, the Duke of Milan commissioned him to build the statue, it being 24 feet tall and plated completely with bronze. This task required about 80 tons of bronze, which had to be applied in an even thickness or else it would be unstable. He also had to make an oven that would be Ill able to heat that much bronze. When da Vinci was ready to start on the statue, King Charles began to invade France, and all that bronze that he collected ended up being used for cannons and other weapons for the war. In 1977, the project was revived and was completed in 1999. The finished bronze horse was given as a special gift to the people of Italy. However, a more interesting idea that da Vinci created was the concept of the robotic knight. This knight consisted of a knight suit filled with gears and other components that allowed it to sit down and move its head and adjust its helmet. Even though the knight was never built, a prototype of it was built in 2002. It was noted how Leonardo's design was flawless and could easily be constructed without a single unnecessary part written in. Da Vinci's design was also used as an inspiration for robots developed for NASA. Da Vinci also created scuba gear. While he was working in the water city, then known as Venice, <coughs> still known as Venice, he designed scuba gear for the purpose of sneaking up on enemy vessels from underwater. The diving suit was made of leather and equipped with a bag-like mask that went over the diver's head. Attached to the mask on the nose were two tubes that led up to a cork diving bell floating on the surface. Air was provided from the openings of the tubes to the diver below. The mask was also equipped with a valve-operated system, or a valve-operated balloon that could be inflated or deflated so the diver could easily go up to the surface or sink to the bottom. Da Vinci's scuba gear also incorporated a patch for the diver to urinate in while underwater. For the last invention we're gonna go over, this one will really get you spinning. It's the revolving bridge. The revolving bridge was used primarily for military purposes, but was also meant for general travel and commute. The bridge was designed for Duke Forza to transport his armies across bodies of water. The bridge had wheels and an incorporated rope and pulley system for quick deployment and easy transport. It also had a counterweight tank for balancing purposes. Da Vinci described the bridge to be light yet rugged because of its lightweight but sturdy frame and composition. This bridge helped armies to navigate unfamiliar terrain with less difficulty and more easily escape from pursuing forces. 
Da Vinci believed that mobility was one of the most important aspects of warfare, thus creating inventions to assist it with that in mind. Many of these inventions were not well known until his famous Codex Atlanticus, a 12-volume set of his drawings and notes, was published after his death. That sums it up all for this one. Thanks for tuning in to the Sam Schultz Podcast, and I'll see you next time around. Have a lip-smacking, back-cracking, booty-snatching day.